Welcome to the No More Late Fees podcast. I'm Danielle. And I'm Jackie. We're just two best friends and ex-Blockbuster employees re-watching some of our favorite movies from the late 90s and the 2000s. Sometimes movies align with events or anniversaries, and sometimes the heart leads us to our selections. This week, our hearts led us to Idle Hands. Idle Hands was a horror comedy released in 1999 about a teenager, Anton, played by Devin Sawa. Anton is a slacker whose hand becomes possessed and hell-bent on killing and carnage. That sounds fucking hilarious. But before we start, let's get into our ratings rewind. So here's how it goes. Before we get into the movie, we'll reveal the rating our Y2K versions of ourselves would give. Then at the end, we'll see if our current selves agree with our initial rating. Our scale will consist of would buy it, would buy it again. The best would plan repeat. Five day rental. Would definitely watch again. Two day rental. Okay, but nothing to write home about. And same day rental. You know it folks, straight up trash. Okay, what did Y2K Danielle think of Idle Hands? So, I mean, after our last episode, you might think I don't have a good memory because of all that three times of reefer smoking, but no, I really don't remember this movie. I know I watched it, but I don't remember it. So I'm going to give it a two-day rental rating because I feel like if it was so bad, maybe I would have remembered it was bad. So definitely two-day rent. Um, rental rating. How about you? Y2K Jackie was not a fan, which was weird because it had all the elements that she would love. It's horror, comedy, and Seth Green. But I'd have to say it was a two-day rental for me back in the day. I just didn't care for it. That is so surprising. I thought we were doing this movie because I was like, Jackie must love this movie. No. I think we just needed a movie for this week. Like you said, the hearts led us to idle hands. Something led us. (laughs) Okay. On today's episode, we'll be discussing the cast, the deaths, different visions for the film. Apparently everyone had a different thing in mind as they were creating this (laughs) film. Okay. And the depiction of women in the movie. Oh, can't wait. Danielle, there is an alternate ending I found. Oh! (laughs) And then we'll give you our current ratings for the film. Oh, boy. Well, I'm sure some of you may have heard your grandma or someone tell you, idle hands are devil's playground. Some BS or something like that. But definitely agree with that when it comes to the lazy ass uh Antoine in this movie like he is the absolute worst son and friend ever yeah like he was just awful to his friends and I don't I don't understand why and they were still so supportive of him even when they were dead yeah (laughs) they didn't go into the light because they were such good friends in comparison it was interesting so let's talk about the cast so we know we have Devin Sawa and I don't know if I'm saying that right but I think I am who is Antoine he's the lead in this movie and you obviously said our boy Seth Green is in it okay let me just 
talk about Seth Green for a minute. <laughs> oh, if you want to watch this movie, it's uh, for rent on Amazon Prime. Yes, I think it's three ninety nine to rent. Amber and I had a discussion about Seth Green, and she gave me the best quote ever. Okay. <laughs> she said, "He's such a precious asshole in that movie, and I adore him." <laughs> what I love about him in that movie he is an asshole and yes he is a precious asshole so that is a great characterization thank you amber she comes through solid every time but i love how the way that he gets killed is with the bottle being crashed and slammed into his head but when he moves the sound of the liquids that are still left over in the bottle swish around and i was like you know this movie is all types of weird and crazy but I love the detail. <laughs> oh, the comedic detail in this movie. It's fantastic. And his little, all of his little gestures and like faces he makes and his little throwaway one-liners are all the, so fucking hilarious. You mean like, like the, this face? The- <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Our listeners can't see is Danielle's background is Seth Green chilling on the couch with some chips <laughs> undead with a beer bottle sticking out of his head. I purposely made sure I could cover it so it would be a surprise for you. So you're welcome. Thanks. You're welcome. And then, oh, when he goes, a clone. <laughs> the piece of fabric out of Devin Saw's dead mom's hand and then he like puts two and two together and holds it up to Devin Saw's shirt and he's like so pleased with himself he had a lot of good he had a lot of good one-liners he did yeah so who else is in this movie Eldon Henson oh nice so if you're a Mighty Ducks fan you would know him as one of the Bash Brothers and also if you're a Daredevil fan well Marvel's Daredevil on Netflix he plays Froggy and he was in from in in the Hunger Games he was one of the recon yes yeah I think it was Apox but he definitely he was also um like the best friend and she's all that as well Janie Rainy Amy Manie Laney 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 Bob there (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're just gonna rhyme to me until I correct you <laughs> yes. it was one of them Lainey Boggs's best friend and she's all that and then we have a Jessica Alba a young Jessica Alba yes as the love interest and then the fabulous Vivica, Vivica a. Fox, a. Fox coming at you as the demon slayer <laughs> we'll get into her yes <laughs> Danielle already described Seth Green's death with the beer bottle to the head. And then some of the other deaths that I really loved was obviously Eldon Henson getting that saw blade to the neck. That was horrible. Frisbee style. Mm. And then he had to carry his head around. (laughs) And I love that Seth Green's character takes a grilling fork shoves it into Eldon Henson's head and then shoves the handle of it down his spinal column to reattach. And then Eldon Henson needs a burrito and is leaking all over the place and he wraps that shit in duct tape. First of all, just to back up up a little bit, 
Just to give you some context about why all these deaths are happening in the first place, Anton, Devin Sawa's character, his hand is possessed by some evil spirit that must kill. And so the movie starts off with his parents, who, by the way, is the mom is played by the woman from the TV show, The Torkelsons. As soon as I turned on the movie and saw her, I was like, The Torkelsons, it's Mrs. Torkelson. (laughs) And um, Fred Willard, Fred Willard. Fred Willard. Yes, he plays the dad. And so they kind of go through this whole scene of they hear noises, the, the wife hears noises. But also when she turns off all the lights, and lays down to go to sleep she sees I'm under your bed or something like that in blue light it's fucking creepy they start to freak out um and the husband goes to check out what the sound the noise is the weird thing though this is all set around Halloween time and they're really into Halloween so they think it's like a a prank but they do so many weird things when they think they might be in trouble Like the mom, when she's leaving the room, when she hears some more noises, when her husband goes out to go check, like what happened, she hears him like yell. So she goes to go check on him. And instead of taking the knitting needles that she pulled Mm -hmm. out of the drawer, she takes the cat. What the cat gonna do? I wrote, why cats always licking up blood? Ew. Yes. That was (laughs) disgusting. Actually, I just thought about like what the, the set the prop people had to do to put on that fake blood to get the cat to lick it. But it did make me disgusted in every way. So obviously the mom goes downstairs, then gets scared again because she sees, she finds the blood on the floor, right? No, on her, yeah, on her hands because she falls into the blood. And so she runs back upstairs and this, this woman can't even dial 911. Her hand is It takes her so long to dial 911. I'm like, it's three numbers, lady. Number one. And two of the numbers are the same. You just bounce, bounce. That's why we hover in. Bounce, bounce. I, I definitely felt like I could run through that screen and just yoke her up and say, dial that damn number. Like it was so irritating. So obviously she gets pulled under the bed and is killed and is dead. And then fast forward to the fact that Devin Sabo has no idea or Antoine has no idea his parents are dead and it seems like it's been some days or that he hasn't seen them either and he's not concerned I think I think it's like the next day they got killed like that evening and it's the next day but why does he remember killing everyone else and not them does he remember killing everyone else I'm well, no, he doesn't. It, it's not until that they knock over that bag of fries from that hamburger place that you see the ear, ears of the twins that he killed. He had no, I don't think he had any idea he killed anybody. It wasn't was until- the hand, a, Okay, well, okay. No, I think it all came together. There's a scene where he's starting to piece things together and then his best friends come over and the, the scene- It just seemed he, like- he remembers killing his friends. He remembers killing his friends because I think it just all happens. Like it hit him in that moment that I kill my parents because he sees literally his parents try to write Antoine on the floor in blood. <laughs> and this is where Jackie was saying that great line from Seth Green comes up because he finds a piece of the t-shirt and he's like, 
a clue. And so, <laughs> so that's, <proud. laughs> that's when they're like figuring it out. What I don't understand is like, so Seth Green is having his moment with the clue and his other friend is still not quite catching on, but he's like, you know what? This is all too much. I'm gonna go smoke something. And I'm just like, I love Jackie to the moon and back. But if there's any sign this bitch killed her family and I'm in the Get room out. with her, <laughs> hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> I thought we were ride or die right now. Ride or I die. I jump, you jump. Ride or die. I'm taking the ride part of the, I'm not dying. You not killing me. <laughs> You, you love me too much to let me let you kill me. So I got to get out. Yes. His friends figure out from the clue. And Seth Green gets whacked over the head with a beer bottle. Eldon Henson is trying to run away. And uh, Devin saw Frisbee's a saw blade at him and cuts his head off. What were some of the other ones? Oh, well, the whole thing about his parents, the big part about why his friends even come over is that, so Devin, Devin Sawa's character, we should just call him Antoine so we don't get it confused. So Antoine wakes up and he's doing the most. He's living his best life. He is missing the nasty ass blood on the floor. The smell that probably came from his parents' dead bodies being in the house doesn't notice that. I don't think I wrote in my notes has he bathed this whole movie no he hasn't and he has blood on his shirts in various scenes he still goes right back to his attic bedroom and goes to sleep and no problems he finally realizes that his parents are dead because he goes to make a bologna sandwich and is using the knife he used to kill his parents and realizes that there is blood on the knife and then he starts after he takes a bite of sandwich Ugh, it was I thought I was gonna throw up I know it was fake but that grossed me out and then he start all of a sudden is as if in the Wizard of Oz when everything turned to Technicolor all of a yeah. sudden he can see that there's blood everywhere and that his parents are actually the dead bodies in the window instead of those jack-o'-lantern things and then he calls his friends over to say you guys gonna come over and see this then everything starts to come into place that he's actually the killer and that he can't control his hand and he kills his best friends. But Jackie, what happens to his best friends? Do they die? No, he buries them in the backyard and his friends, apparently they saw the light and said, nah, we good. (laughs) And return to earth as the undead. And then Eldon Henson, I wrote their names down their names are Mick and Nub. <laughs> I can't yeah. remember who's who. I think Seth Green is Mick. Mick, yeah. And then Eldon Henson is Nub. So buries his friends and his parents in the backyard. His friends say, no thanks to the white light. Come, come on back to earth as the undead. Chill out. Still smoking weed with Devin Saw like it ain't no thing. <laughs> Super and, and then the whole thing with the the fork and the thing. The other deaths, I love a crazy death. I love a final destination. Another Devin Saw movie. Mm -hmm. There was the air conditioning scene where Tanya Mm. 
R.I.P. Tanya is too scared. They've like jimmied the AC fan. So the blades aren't spinning and they're trying to drop through before they start spinning again. Tanya's too afraid. So by the time she jumps through, she gets chopped to bits, which I really love. And that was another classic Seth Green line where he said, I'm not going through all that, Tanya, as they're crawling through the air and they turn around. I just feel like out of all the deaths, Tanya deserved hers. I agree. Well, so the other death I wrote down was my note just says dick off because that principal was on campus, like you do, calling a sex hotline and jacking off in his office, to which I say, no, sir, do that in the privacy of your own home. Well, the hand had no patience for the sinning that was happening and literally ripped the principal's dick off. I don't know Uh, what he did with it. Maybe he put it in the microwave like they did the hand. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) So about halfway through the movie, Devin Saw has this great idea. He's going to saw his own hand off to try and get rid of the idle hand that's possessed. And then he throws in the microwave, which doesn't kill it. It just blisters the shit out of it. But it's contained in the microwave. It can't get out unbeknownst to his friends Mick and Nub first of all they're dead you ain't got why Why are you eating (laughs) agreed so they open up the microwave to make a tasty treat and the hand flies out and now it's loose because it's not connected to anyone so it can just go and kill freely everyone at the prom yeah think of it from Adam's family that's pretty much how he's rolling it's the same actor. Oh, is it? It's a hand actor. Oh, <laughs> look at that. Wait, it is the hand, right? Not the furry guy? Thing. Thing is the furry guy. No. Thing is the no, hand? Cousin, no, cousin it is the furry guy. So it's the thing is the hand. Is Thing the hand? What is his name? Damn, we made a horrible reference. Um, we did not. You guys uh, you tweet us and tell us which one it is. Well, Jackie's no cousin. Up. It is the furry guy. Okay, and the hand is what? Just the hand. Thing. Thing. Okay. His name is Thing. Yes. We so, were right. Yeah, we were on the right track. <laughs> Shut up, audience. We were right. So now the hand is free to cause carnage wherever. Mm-hmm. Anton thinks he's free and clear to go hit on the girl that he's been crushing on for forever, and somehow now has the balls to go deliver her song book to her played by jessica alba and we'll get into that when we start talking about the depictions of women in this movie (sighs) yes i did write down this movie proves that men don't pay attention to shit around the house the end it's true that's a very astute observation thank you (laughs) i also want to point out that there is another bong with a fantastic name <laughs> mighty joe bong i have that one too. <laughs> so i guess that's it for the deaths but i i very much enjoy uh i mean jessica alba almost died via car crushing right with that car on the lift yeah which and- also was another genius way to like kill someone 
But when they were fighting the hand and they decided they take time to get high. By the way, Idle Hands is very much in the category of a 420 movie. Just yes. FYI. We did not realize it when we were choosing Idle Hands to come right after Half-Baked, but very much in the same <laughs> realm. But what I think is interesting is that they find this bong, they find the time to smoke. And then Antoine has this great idea because the hand is so strong and he's got his hand on a lever that is- dressed, And he's dressed as a puppet. Yes, he has found a puppet to dress as for the end scene. Gotta look nice in your best attire <laughs> when you're gonna go- sacrifice somebody to the devil so (laughs) he's ready to sacrifice um jessica alba's character antoine has the great idea to give him some secondhand vibes from his um weed and then the hand like gets blasted and passes out but i'm all i wrote here was the hand has a nose (laughs) riddle me this Maybe it absorbed it in all of its blisters, <laughs> like just osmosis. It got it well because you just need it in your bloodstream. That's all. It was a real stretch. <laughs> real stretch. Well, we, we skip to the ending. We have to go back. Okay. Well, where are we going? <laughs> to the prom. <laughs> We're going to the prom, Danielle. Oh, right. Like we really did together. <laughs> yes, we did. In 2000. Blah, blah, and- blah. They don't need to know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, For the prom, all I have is Jessica. Jessica Alba brought the dance moves from Never Been Kissed and Not Honey. Disappointed. <laughs> It can't be, I'm a snake. <laughs> I'm a slithery little snake. Exactly. <laughs> no beat heaven all over the place. It was not great. No. Not great. I did write the fucking offspring because I forgot they were in this movie. <gasps> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, they were. That um, was supposed to be my background, but alas, <laughs> my background's not working today. So <sighs> I missed the offspring. That was a great part of high school. It really was. Mm. And then can we talk about Randy? Yes, let's talk <laughs> about Randy. <laughs> what kind of response was that? I was making sure there was nothing else about the, the prom, prom that I needed to bring up. No, other than just a classic late 90s movie that has to have a fucking prom scene in it of course well Um, it wasn't the prom we keep calling it the prom it's like a halloween dance did uh, they call it the prom no no it was it was just the dance i think Uh, we just made it the prom see we have been so trained that any fucking dance in a movie is a prom dance and so here we are gaslit i mean it might as well been homecoming it's around the same time as this is true okay Um, sorry sorry fellow listeners not prom just to dance and again we're not high we promise (laughs) 
this is just who we are. Yeah. <laughs> As individuals. <laughs> I wrote, Randy is a sexual predator. Let's talk it's, about it. Yes, let's. Randy's Antoine's next door neighbor, who seems to have graduated three years prior and is just still trying to mack on high school girls and is weirdly hanging around, creeping around. The dance. Yeah, he's at the dance. I think that will never be able to happen at one of our school dances. No, they check IDs. Mm -hmm. Um, He gets mad at Anton because Anton is like, hey, you listen to all this heavy metal music. It's a lot to do with pentagrams and stuff like that. Can you help a fellow out? I I got a possessed hand here. Can you help me, please? (laughs) And Randy's like trying to hit on this girl that looks like maybe she's a freshman. That was, um, that was the girl that died. That was the friend. Was it Tanya? It was Tanya. Oh, well, maybe. I don't know. It was Tanya. Oh, hold on. You don't believe me? That was I believe you. No, I I believe you, but now I'm questioning how old she was. I felt like she looked younger in that scene. Younger in that scene than in the dance scene. I think it's because of the way that they purposely probably dressed her, just so you know that he was kind of gross and scheming. Oh my god, we missed two really important deaths. Well, they're not important, (gasps) but they were other deaths. It was important for no, (laughs) I think the cat is still alive. Okay. He whipped that cat by the tail really, really hard and it threw was it. So bad. First of all, it was bad because you know animal cruelty, but also bad because we already know that wasn't a real cat. It looked like <laughs> someone just threw a stuffed animal into the bushes. It looked like the stuffed cat they used when the cat in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation explodes under the couch true and I put poor cat and then he made a joke about oh my cat got into your 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 bush or sorry about your bush or something like that one-off joke but yeah I think that the deaths were particularly special for me the two that we missed because the girl it was a girl and a guy it was a boyfriend and girlfriend they were dressed like kiss and the hand gets into their car outside of the dance and kills them I thought it was cool because we already know how I am with soap opera stars and the, the yeah <laughs> the girl was played by the lady who plays Sam McCall on General Hospital so I was super excited I was like oh snap that's my girl Sam but she died. So, <laughs> but she showed off her boobies. But then I wasn't surprised because I think she used to do Playboy before she got on General Hospital. So, I mean, it's it adds up. <laughs> so, yeah, those two die in the car, which sucks. Okay, and I oh, think I did. I made a note when they were talking about the dance and not going to the dance. And Nub says something about they're just gonna play Jewel and Hanson, and, and I, I like, wrote. Hanson and Jewel, like it's a bad thing. I When I heard that, I said, oh my God, Jackie. So, okay. They felt like the kids at school had your musical taste and they had my musical taste because they were listening to Pop That Coochie by Uncle Luke. It's true. <laughs> my hip hop education came later in life. You're welcome. <laughs> 
Anyway, going back to our listeners, just know that we will probably never do things in order of which (laughs) happened in the movie. We've tried, we take notes, we make a list of what we're going to talk about and we're still all over the place. Yeah. Just come on this fantastic voyage with us. Yeah. It's just what we can remember at this point. And Baby stinks. Baby stinks. (laughs) That's what I have as my notes. Baby stinks. But that's because I feel like that's what Jessica Alba's character calls Antoine as like a nickname when he's leaving her house. I don't know. I wrote it down because I wasn't sure if I heard it right. Well, now that we're officially (laughs) done with the deaths and we've gone down various random alleyways, let's talk about the different visions for the film. Yes. Um, in a interview with Seth Green in 2007, uh, he told the Onion AV Club, um, the best thing about that movie was everyone working on it had a different miss- mission statement. We all thought we were making a different movie. Me and the boys, the other actors, Devin and Eldon, we were convinced we were making a high drama with some comedic elements. <laughs> and we tried to make our relationship as lifelong best friends, believable. The director, Rodman, Rodman Plunder, was attempting to make a throwback Italian horror film, like a Dario Argentino flick. The writers really wanted it to be like Heather's, and the studio was listening to the test marketing and saying that they really wanted the zombies to be cuter and have more wacky antics, and apparently all the kids in the audience thought that there should be more pot smoking. That pot should save the day. And somewhere, somehow, Jessica Alba needed to get her top ripped off. And that's how the whole new ending got shot, where she's up on the car lift and gets her midsection ripped off and pot saves the day. Like I build a giant bong out of a carburetor. First of all, who are they kidding? It wasn't the kids that told them they wanted her top to rip off. You know it was the studio heads. Yep. I 100% believe that. Okay, so let's talk about, since he brought up, thanks, Seth, for bringing up the alternate ending. Danielle, I watched the alternate ending. You can find it on YouTube. It's about 10 minutes long. Okay. It has an intro by the director. He's sitting in front of, like, an old school TV a teacher would wheel in on movie day. (laughs) Apparently, the director had envisioned something much darker for the ending of the movie. And so it kind of starts after Tanya gets chopped up in the ACE event. The hand gets a hold of Molly, Jessica Alba's character, and ties her to this very high diving board in the swimming pool area of the school. Then the gates of hell open up in the swimming pool below her. And he's attempting to throw her over as a sacrifice. Anton and Debbie see this come running in but arms come out from the walls lots of arms and grab them oh to prevent them from helping okay and so the hand is attempting to throw jessica alba into the depths of hell anton's able to butt through runs over to the diving board it's a really high diving board i don't know how This is all like (laughs) logistically feasible. Okay. But he runs over and Anton, he can't get Jessica Alba or Molly away. And so he just decides he's going to sacrifice himself and dives into 
the depths of hell. So he pulls a Buffy? Where? I guess oh, so. I'm sorry. Everyone who's watched Buffy knows this reference <laughs> when she killed herself and sacrificed herself to close whatever was sucking up. Um, every, okay, it doesn't matter. She sacrificed herself like Buffy. Okay. Because he sacrifices himself, the gates of hell immediately close up. Mm-hmm. I believe Debbie throws her little dagger, mm-hmm. kills the hand. Gates of hell close up and Anton lands head first <gasps> into the now empty swimming pool. Oh. And that's what it puts him in traction at the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know which one's worse to tell you the <laughs> truth. They both were awful. And so, I mean, yeah, I, I don't even have words. I don't have words. Well, I think we're at the point we can talk about the depiction of the women in the movie. Yes. Um, so let's talk about Molly, Jessica Alba's character. I don't understand. <laughs> like she, Anton was way out of his league. When? And he knew that. He was like, I'm going to shoot my shot. And it fucking <sighs> worked. Immediately she pulled him inside. And made out with him slash had sex with him? Question there, mark. There are some movies and TV shows where you know 110% it was written, directed. Everybody who looked over the script were all men. And not just men, but men who were probably nerds and they're living yeah. out their fantasies. Because true. there's no way. Even though, okay. Look, we all had a crush on Devin Sapa. We did. But he looked dirty as hell in this movie. Again, I'm bringing up that I didn't see this man go into a bathroom and bathe or change clothes for that matter. Multiple days. Multiple days. And Jessica He just kept putting clothes on. I guess. I don't think he ever took... I don't know if he took them off. He took off his pants, I think. But he kept sleeping in that bloodstained shirt. No, because he started the movie in just his boxers. He only put clothes on. Because remember, he had that back scratcher and he was scratching his balls. And I'm like, this is too real for me. In the beginning of the movie, yes. He woke up with a t-shirt and boxers. And then he puts his friend's pants on. Yes. And then he starts layering. Like you're right. He starts putting on more clothes. He just keeps putting clothes on. (laughs) Nothing ever comes off. Just putting clothes on. No deodorant. I never saw some. Forget deodorant when you're drenched in sprayed in blood still. Like he had blood all over him when he went to Jessica Alba's house. And what did she say? Oh, I'm going to answer the door in my open robe, in my shorts or panties, not really sure, and a tank top. And I'm going to let the dirty man in my bushes, stalker-like behavior, come in my house and damn it choke me (laughs) yes the hand choking damn it choke me twice tie his hand up himself his dirty ass and then she's like i had so much fun we're like boyfriend and girlfriend now it's like who is this person not any woman i know Mm -mm. (sighs) sorry i just um it irritated my soul it's like we told my brother sorry johnny Oh no! As a as a house full of women, we told him never have a funky sack. Just make sure it's always fresh. (laughs) Danielle, 
don't tell me we were wrong because we weren't I'm not I'm not saying you're wrong and here's the other thing just if we're gonna start giving out tips (laughs) don't know the age range of our listeners at this point doesn't matter spraying yourself down with cologne or body spray does not make a shower okay end of PSA end of the PSA (laughs) And, so, then, and, and then she, yeah, she was immediately like, I love you, which she wrote on his cast at the end. So I'm not even reaching with that. Yeah. Two days. You're in love. This man has been a living across the street from your house forever. Never talks to you. When he does talk to you, he's super weird. And then the only redeeming part of the whole movie for her character is when she comes up with the plan to get them through the vents. And all of a sudden she's like, come on down. And she's giving directions. And she's just like, very- Take charge. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I like this. So let's talk about Tanya. (laughs) First, Tanya was duped by Randy thinking, hey, this older man wants some. She was gullible and dumb. And she was sad about these- twins that had asked her out that got killed and she didn't care like she didn't really care about them she just you know some of those people who pretend they're upset when someone else dies so they get attention or whatever and then you know here comes randy the predator paying attention to her exactly and then molly and tanya are in the air vent and molly's taking charge wedges the shoes so they can get away from the hand and tanya's typical fucking horror movie chick i can't i'm too scared i can't do it (sighs) well bitch you didn't you didn't listen to your friend you didn't climb down that scarf or whatever when she told you it was a it looked like an indiana jones whip oh it was part of their costume yes it was like the rope tying the angel costume shut yeah which i like how they tried to play parallels especially in horror movies there's always that virginal type of girl that is saved at the end the the end girl mm-hmm. I'm not even sure if I said that right but you know what I mean um and then there's like the slutty girl who gets killed right away which we already saw with I don't know what the girl's character's name was but I'll call her Sam McCall from General Hospital mm-hmm. she's all frisky with her boyfriend she gets killed obviously and so then tanya gets killed and she's dressed as a devil and a skin tight mm-hmm. outfit and then molly's dressed like an angel and survives even though she slept with dirty ass antoine but i saw what they were trying to do there yeah and let's not forget about debbie uh, vivica in her glory in the height of the the late 90s and it was one thousand percent her character was taken straight from like a black exploitation movie, like seventies type of movie. With a, I think like they merged a Buffy with, twist. with Buffy twist. Yeah. yeah, she was just very take charge, no nonsense. I have a job to do. Let's fucking get this shit done. Where's the hand? I got gotta, shit to be doing. Gotta, gotta. The whole world's in my hands, you know. But the best quote for me in this movie is when she's driving on the interstate with her van and she goes, there's evil out there and I got to kick its ass. <laughs> I said, yes, you do, Vivica. Yes, you do. You do I, you. For me, I'm always happy when there's a black person in a scary movie and they don't get killed first or get killed at all. So I she mean, made it she to was the end. one 
saving the day. Yeah. Got to give it that. As formulized as her character was, she was very much a breath of fresh air into this movie that was like just a straight up stoner movie until she ran in in her A-team van to save the day. (laughs) I just think it's interesting that Randy, the sexual predator, has become her BFF and is like showing her the way to find Antoine in the movie. And then he gets rewarded for his predatory behavior because she's like okay ready to have some ritualistic sex I'm like wait what (laughs) wait you're gonna sleep with that I mean (sighs) at least it's someone his own age (laughs) (laughs) okay okay I'll give it that (laughs) the problem that I did have was the fact that Antoine's parents are literally dead and I know it's a movie and you have to take like a leap but it doesn't even seem like he's sad about it, really. And he, like, he just, he throws up after he sees their bodies, but that's, that's it. And then he buries them and he tries to have a funeral and he literally says, dearly beloved, isn't that how you start a wedding? Dearly beloved, we are gathered here. Like, that's a wedding, not a funeral. holy matrimony? Yes. I was done with him after that. Okay. I did say at the end of the movie, when she's coloring in his cast, I love you, feeding him jello and stuff while he's in a full body cast. I wrote, so she's okay with everything that just happened? Right. (laughs) And if he was dirty before, that means his funky ass is not getting clean in that full cast. Yes, that's what I thought about because that's what I be thinking. And second, thirdly, where were the popo? All these dead bodies, ain't nobody come to question him. Where are his parents? How's he explaining that? The hand did it, Danielle. Fuck, you know what? (laughs) (laughs) Mm -mm. Well, the only other thing that I noted was this movie was delayed because of Columbine. Um, it was supposed to I think it was supposed to come out around 420 because of the the type of movie it was yeah or shortly thereafter and then after the events of Columbine in 1999 they pushed the release of this movie back because there was so much killing in a school and it had to deal with teenagers so that was the only thing else that I had to note in my research well you kill me, guardian angel. That's all I have is my last <laughs> note. I, I did write that we're his guardian angels. <laughs> well, okay. So that was Idle Hands. Now that we've gone through it, we've rewatched it. What is your current rating for this film? This is the first time that my present day is going to be higher than my Y2K which I don't think will happen much, but I thoroughly enjoyed this on the rewatch. I'm going to give it a five-day rental. I'll I'll probably bust it out at Halloween time. What? Good comedy horror movie. Seth Green, National Treasure. Must protect him at all costs in his beer bottle hood. Five-day rental. I am literally shocked at this (laughs) rating. It was just a fun time, Danielle. Look, 
I have to push myself through this movie because I kept on slamming my notebook down saying, what the fuck? This is so stupid. (laughs) I will not watch it again. I will not be enjoying this with you when you put it on. I think my rating has gone down to a one-day rental. Oh, well. No, can't do it. Agree to disagree, Danielle. I mean, that's fine. We still love each other. But (laughs) this movie was trash. I don't have a big enough garbage truck to carry the trash that this movie was. No thanks. Hard pass. Oh, Lord. (laughs) I'm just glad it's over. (laughs) I hope everyone enjoyed the wonder that was Idle Hands. Good, bad, or otherwise. I know in our first episode, I I posed the question, what was Danielle and I's first movie we saw in the theater together? We have not gotten a correct answer. Again, it was spring of 1998, March, April, May, June-ish time. Another hint today was <laughs> that it was a comedy. Not 10 Things I Hate About You. Not Can't Hardly Wait. It was something a little little off the beaten path you need to give a better clue ain't nobody gonna get this damn movie (laughs) well they won't have to wait much longer because on the anniversary of when we watched this movie i guess that's a bigger clue so in a couple weeks our episode will be about said movie can i at least give the clue that it is a comedy but it's a female driven comedy sure you just did. <laughs> you could cut it out. <laughs> you could cut it out. No, that's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. And yeah. as always, please follow us on our social media channels. We are no more late fees on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and soon to be YouTube. We definitely want to give a special shout out to all of our friends and family and all of our new listeners who've been supporting us. It's been amazing. We're having so much fun doing this and we're just happy for everyone to be on this journey with us. So see you next week. 